This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. What's up, everyone? It's Tori. And Anissa. And this is MTV's official Challenge Podcast. Today on the podcast, we are joined by fan favorite Ryan Kehoe. Yes, and we get into his time on Fresh Meat, coming back for All Stars, and what it was like playing tic-tac-toe with balls of fire. So we hope you guys enjoy this episode. His original show was Fresh Meat. You've seen him on Gauntlet 3, The Island, Duel 2, Fresh Meat 2, and most recently, All-Stars 2. Please welcome Guy Liner, beautiful man himself, Ryan Kehoe. <laughs> yeah! Hello! Hello, my beautiful ladies. I love you all very much. <laughs> We're so happy to have you on the podcast. We got a little snippet of you on the podcast from a previous interview. You, like, popped in there real quick and, like, it was enjoyable we've been waiting to have you on the show we would love to know what is going on in your life right now how are you where are you what are you wearing you know what i mean give us the deets i'm literally wearing a robe (laughs) (laughs) i put pants on just in case a visual thing happened i knew it was going to be like an audio situation um but yeah i put on uh pants for you too just to Thank be you. like a gentleman. Mm-hmm. I would just like robe if I could. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm robing, robing, Lo- robing all the way. I love when you're robing. I love when you're robing. <laughs> what have you been doing since you've been home? Since All Stars 2? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I literally like moved. I lived in the same apartment for like 18 years across wow. the street from where I live now, but I had two roommates, huge Upper West Side apartment three bedroom, two bathroom. And Jesus. I, moved, I moved to my own place for the first time at 40 years old. I'm living alone. Oh so when I came God. back from All Stars 2, I literally had all of my shit in the bedroom just like kind of piled up. So I came home from Mexico after the mind fuck. That is the challenge always. Mm. And was like, okay, and this is my new apartment. I live alone now. Now it's time to like take the couch off the bed and make it a home. So wow. I've just like slowly been making a home for myself. So like, so I have to I have to know like did you plan on moving out prior to doing All Stars or was living with 30 people enough for you to realize <laughs> that you needed to completely be by yourself? <laughs> and then when you came home you left. 
No, my lease was up and both of my roommates have like significant others that they wanted to move in with. And I'm like, yo, I'm not trying at 40 years old to find two new Columbia graduate students to move in. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. it's time to find your own place, Ryan. Like, grow a pair. So I came back from the show, obviously, like, excited to like have my own space because you know the bunk bed situation which is situation in french um (laughs) (laughs) and also spanish and spanish Mm, sure wow you're trilingual you know me (laughs) pick that up in mexico and all stars too um yeah so i've just been adjusting to like living alone and it's been wonderful like initially it was lonely and I was like even though I don't ever want roommates again in my life I like the noise of other people's like clutter it was kind of comforting Mm -hmm. because I just shut my door and now it's like the only clutter I hear is my own brain so it's uh it's been good it's been really good I it's nice to not have to look in the dish like in the sink and be like that motherfucker totally that's their fork now it's just like oh shit that's my dish (laughs) i'll see you tomorrow oh my god it's a whole different whole different i mean i've i've lived by myself for a long time i love it it does get lonely that's why i have a smaller space so it feels like cozy yes i've had houses by myself like that's too much space for space for a young lady in the city and you can't like hate on the crumb that's on the kitchen floor because you're like that's my crumb that i did that Yep. yep yep you did yeah, that when someone leaves a tampon in the toilet you're like it's mine it's mine yep. i know it's mine can't blame yeah. it on anyone else ryan's, can't, ryan's tampons can't blame it on the cat <laughs> yeah i get it do you think that living with roommates has made you like a really like great housemate on the challenge i'm i'm a really good cohabitator but as much as i'm an extrovert I'm so introverted. Like, I like Mm. to be alone. I like to binge watch a show. I like to be in my robe. (laughs) Yeah. So I love that. I'd love to see this robe if you could just send me pictures after the. Oh, I certainly will. With or without pants. Oh, sans pants. Okay. (laughs) We know each other well. We know each other well enough to do this. I can't believe this is going down on the podcast. I'm so (laughs) sorry, guys. (laughs) Don't be sorry. I mean, this is the most action we've had in a while. (laughs) Well, this is a speak for yourself. Um, Wow. No, Anissa gets knees deep. Let's be real. Oh, in. (laughs) In your business about what you were doing before you got that call before All Stars 2. Ryan, let us know. Walk us through getting that initial call. Did you immediately say yes or did you have to think about it? Um, so what was really weird was it was January of 2021 and Derek Kaczynski, who I love and adore, asked me if I could do a podcast for Challenge Mania. And I was like, yeah, but it's been like 11 years. Like I haven't dove into that like memory part of my Mm. brain of like what my experience was on the challenge he called me like i want to say it was january 4th no you know what it was it was mark long mark long dm'd me on instagram would you be interested in doing this show it's kind of like a reboot of the challenge but it's going to be something like all stars like people that haven't done a show in 10 plus years so you're talking about All Stars 1. 
Yes, your initial call for that. Okay. Because I got called for that, and that I wound up. up being an alternate for that. Um, gotcha. So I went to Argentina. It was me, Casey Cooper, Kahada, Sophia, and Heather. Heather. Cook. Yes, Cook. Fucking Cook. Who was awesome. <laughs> I, I didn't know who she was. Listen, call me narcissistic, but I've not seen a single show that wasn't on. Like, you know, I, one know. I think that's a lot of us, though. Yeah, is it? Normal. Is that a thing? I mean, yeah, I think if you're not a yeah. fan of reality TV show as much, like if you're not a part of it, I don't know. Like, I didn't yeah. watch Real World that much, but I was on it, you know? Well, I watched you and then, when 9 11 happened because I lived in New York and that was my first day of college. Well, thank you. Yeah, I remember like just that's watching. That's a crazy first day. Yeah. But you were, I mean, I was sad because you were an alternate. We FaceTimed in prison, also known as our Argentinian um, hotel. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. We, I was were about sneaking, to... we were sneaking cigarettes around. Ruthie was like Doctor Strange, just like it was I... like prison. We were making like different contraptions to like send it from room to room. Like if somebody needed a lighter, yeah. we put yep. it in a mask. We put it on string and a belt. That's the you have story. to be really inventive. I think that really story, set us it was up like for prison. any challenge. That's the, the real challenge: was... smuggling cigarettes from hotel balconies while in quarantine. Yes. Yes, it was. It so, was you got, yeah. <laughs> so you don't get on All Stars one. A lot of us are bummed, myself included. I think maybe the most. Where you're like, if they call me again, I'm gonna go. Well, yeah. Like to me, honestly, a paycheck is a paycheck, and I work in production, but like behind mm -hmm. the scenes now. So mm -hmm. just to, I mean, it was a challenge on All Stars two to like have a camera in my face because I'm usually behind the camera directing everything. So I felt very much wanting to control the narrative because I'm like, I'm mm. actually going to run the show. That's kind of how I went mm. into it, just being like, I'm just going to be on the sidelines and I'm going to observe. But like, yeah, it was very strange. But the paycheck is the paycheck. And you say, you know, it's like, yeah, and Tori, you know, like, actually, I do. Yep. <laughs> I, do I do know. I'll take that check and I'll Wait, do my so what best. Wait, so what are you doing in production? Um, I produce a lot of like uh, commercial and editorials and I'm basically like the coordinator on set. Like, That's okay. awesome. I yeah. didn't even know that. I kind of like bullshitted my way behind the scenes because I had, I was a little privy to how production works from yes. the camera. And I just kind of like parlayed that into hey fake it till you make it and then i made mm. it and so i I'm love that i'm freelance like you know i, I don't want a nine to five kind of deal i'll take big right. jobs um that are multiple days but i don't want to do a, a show or a commercial or a shoot that's more than like seven days because then i'm wow yeah yeah. yeah i mean but that's good that you have that experience even though you were out of the game for so long you know what it's like being in production so i'm sure that you felt like you had an upper hand going into it because you were used to what it's like being on a set right yeah yep yeah, yeah. and did you ever try to grab a camera out of a cameraman's hand honestly have you thought about it no but i definitely <laughs> get given a hand job to a cameraman what? <laughs> oh my god 
right. The challenge XXX podcast dropping yep. this week, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Holy sorry, not shit. sorry. That's no, how we trained for the show. Yep, no wonder right. why your first show was fresh meat. You was sexual deviant. Oh girl. my okay. god. <laughs> how many people make that joke? <laughs> <laughs> Right? The fresh meat joke? Come on. Oh, this meat is like fucking rotten. <laughs> oh, God. Rot- <laughs> the challenge, rotten meat. Gross. Hashtag I'm 40. Okay. <laughs> and I've oh, never given God. a hand up to a cameraman while working. It's, it's while off working. camera. It's only been after hours. Yes. Off the clock. Separate. <laughs> yep. I'm so dead. I can't handle you guys. All right. Well, besides off-camera handies, did yeah. you train at all physically? Were you running up mountains? Did you have a camelback with you on a treadmill while you were at Planet Fitness? I was not, but I did. I did work out for me, which is like running in the park, Central Park in New York. That's a nice run. Yeah, I would. I would run, and I would do like very mild Pilates, but I'm not like pushing boulders against CT's inverted dick. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. He's such a fucking tool. And yes, he deserves to win. He deserves to win because he trains hard. He's built like a brick. He's Paul Bunyan. But I think I find him to be the most vile human being in the world. This is just wow. This is a personal take on it. And you know what? We we're knew here that, for it. We knew that you were going to come on and speak truth, but you just you said what you said what you felt, and you gave it to us raw. Yeah, and I don't know him on a personal level. I will say that like the last interaction I had with him was um, DM's memorial service, and he was kind and he was emotional. Everyone was emotional, Everyone of course. Was a mess. It, that was a mess. That was a horrible day. It was a horrible day. Um, do I think that he has a good bone in his body? Yes. Have I seen it often? No. Do I think he deserves to win all the big money? Yes, because he wins. That's really what the challenge is. You got to just like persevere. But do I think he's a dirty dick fuck? Yes. I don't like mm. him. I really don't. I don't like him. Dirty I can't say that about fuck. him. He just gave me $50,000 on the last show for coming in second place. So it would be the world's worst thing of me to ever speak badly on him ever in my life. But I'm appreciative of you coming on here and and speaking your truth about it. I think that everyone's opinions are welcomed here on the Challenge Podcast. I think knowing people longer too, you experience different yeah. sides of them, especially in the evolution of humans. Very true. You know, Tori would have called me a, a, a dick fuck. Um, <laughs> or, or dirty hole troll oh, God. Um, uh six years ago or seven years ago whenever oh, it was God. six years ago you probably would have said that and now you know yeah i was a devil now i'm an angel baby from god yes yeah we've all experienced so many people in so many different years of their lives on this show because this challenge has been on for so long but it's safe to say that you know you've come back after all of these years and obviously certain people weren't on the show but was there anybody you were excited to see on All Stars 2 when you got into the cast house? Um, for season two, once I realized who was on, I'm like, oh, my God, I've done a show with 22 out of 24 of these people. So yeah. it was kind of like 
I don't know, like a like a, a college reunion of some sorts, but everyone's like in their 40s or their 50s. They have husbands, wives, children, divorced, been through like the real shit, the post reality mm-hmm. hangover of, of life, just like oh, experiences. So it was really just nice. I was honestly, because I had only done one show with her, like kind of like, oh, Tina, really? I was so presently, um, or I'm sorry, pleasantly surprised that I connected with Tina so hardcore. I love her. So many people have said that. I love her so much. Tina's fun. Yeah. She's so fun. She really is. Like, she comes off as like a Rottweiler, but like, she's not. (laughs) She's really a sweetheart. She's a sweetie pie. And we spend time in New York together post show and. I, I talk to her on the regular. Um, I love Tina. She's awesome. So what do you think the biggest difference is? I mean, coming from, what was your last show? Fresh, uh, Fresh Me Too. Me Too, yeah. So going from from the second meet to uh, <laughs> All Stars, what, what would be the biggest difference, you think? I think when Good, I did bad, Fresh Me Too, I didn't know that that was going to be my last show for a minute. So I kind of felt mm-hmm. like, me being a fresh meat oneer, like to begin with, and then ending with fresh meat too, like passing a torch, like have fun, Cara Maria. Here you go, you're a star. We know it. I saw it. I mean, that's why I kind of collaborated to get her eliminated in the first episode with Darrell, because I was like, yo, this girl is gonna run the shit because she's strong as hell. And then mm-hmm. she went off to do what I don't know, twenty challenges post fresh me too um so coming back it just felt like a camaraderie like i didn't have like a paranoia am i gonna get eliminated am i gonna get thrown in i'm like one of the weaker guys like i didn't have that sense of fear going into all stars one and two well one being an alternate but two even competing physically i don't know i just didn't i didn't have fear that was the difference because you know when you start doing these shows you're like oh who's talking about me why is the room silent when i walk in like okay mm. you guys collaborating to get rid of me cool this time i was just like i'm just gonna fucking be myself be like naked 40 year old brian and just have fun that was I the biggest that. difference and i had fun i really had fun did you bring your robe i didn't bring my robe because it was mexico mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thought maybe you could have brought a thinner version and just like wore a linen robe. No, I was yeah. pretty Anywho. much naked the entire time, which is just kind of who I am when it's. Warm I love weather. that for you. Thank you. I, wish I, I love that. Saw more of that. <laughs> well, once you get old enough, Tori, maybe you can join senior citizens. <laughs> oh God, show. Anissa. Oh, God. I think honestly, like. When I saw your season, Anissa, of Real World, and you always being topless or naked or in your thong or whatever, <laughs> like there was so much like blurring out that it had to yeah. be had in Chicago. I was thirty five thousand dollars worth. Yes, <laughs> I was very inspired because that's how I live my life in real time. And I was like, this girl just doesn't give a flying fuck. She's gonna be who she well, is. Well, I was in my bathroom, wasn't gonna go fully dressed to the shower. Yep. Yeah, oh, how right. many times I have to explain that one? Yeah. It's so weird, bring all my clothes to the shower. For what? 
air out the undercarriage. You know what I'm <laughs> so, I w- so I went to summer camp for six years. You thought that we were we were fucking. They made fun of the girls that were like, "I'm gonna go change in the other room." They were like, "You're weird. We're all girls." I mean, in this sense, we weren't all girls, but I didn't give a shit. Anywho, this isn't about me. This is about you, Ryan. Okay. Mm. Okay. But I like it being about you. (laughs) They say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. Challengers wait a whole season just to find out if they're going home with the gold and the paycheck. But for everyone else, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Earnin is designed to support you in the short term and long term. Access your own money on your own schedule and cover what counts. From a special night out with Bay to a last minute gift or an unexpected vet visit for your furry friend. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in MTV under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's MTV under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I want to know what it was like, because if people don't know fresh meat, just to reiterate, yeah. you guys come on to a challenge not knowing anyone. Yeah. Doing fresh meat. How is that? And was it the same process? Like, were you auditioning for Real World? No, I actually auditioned for Road Rules. I okay. I was 24. I see a commercial because okay. that's when I had cable because it was that time of life. Um, and it was like, if you want to be on the next Road Rules, go to MTV.com. I went to MTV.com. There was an open casting for Road Rules the following morning at 7 a.m. So I got there at 6 a.m. with my faux hawk from 2005. And I was like, faux hawk. That was the thing, right? Mm-hmm. It was. I showed up at 6 a.m. I was in like the first group of 30 people. They took us in like in groups of 30. It was at a strip club that obviously wasn't an active strip club during the day at six o'clock in the morning. And we sat at the table and they put like a stick in the middle of the table. And they're like, we're just going to like 
throw out a topic, it's your job to grab the stick and say what you say. And I was the second person to grab the stick out of a group of 30. And the topic was sex. I grabbed the stick and I said, I only sleep with straight men. I mean, at that time, that's, that was pretty much true. Like now I, I just, I get get off where I can, but uh, no, like I was like, that was my ammo. Like being that like gay kid in the nineties in high school, like I always desired what I couldn't have and also Mm -hmm. wanted control over, oh, you're straight. Well, I'm going to turn you for a day. That was my MO back then. Not anymore at all. But that was when when the producer, casting director, tapped me on the shoulder after that. and was like, can you stay for a minute? So moral story was I auditioned for Road Rules. And then I got cast. But then Road Rules got pulled out. So they were like, do you want to audition for real world and I was like what do I have to do they were like you have to make a tape you have to send it in completely different audition process and then they were like or would you like to do this new challenge where you don't go on road girls or real world you just literally get thrown in there on a challenge and I was like do I have to do anything for that and they were like no I mean like you're cast if you want to go and I was like throw me on the show cool (laughs) so Melinda chose you as her partner um, during Fresh Meat. What was it like being reunited with her on All Stars? I fucking lived for Melinda. I I mm-hmm. honestly thought when I was partnered with her, I'm like, she's beautiful, obviously, and she's kind. But like, I was like, eh, I don't. We'll see how far this goes. And she was also really in it with Danny. Like, it, it, they were basically fresh meat as far yeah. as the challenges goes. Like Danny and Wes and Melinda and Johanna. They, it was all their first season of doing a challenge. And she was so attached to Danny that when he got eliminated first with Evelyn, she just kind of resigned. I think after that. She's such a different human being now. Like, she's so wow. fucking badass. Yeah. I, I honestly, mm-hmm. she was, like, the best thing that happened on Fresh Me Too. Her and Leah were my, like, two people that I keep in touch with. But I love Melinda so much. She's, like, yeah. she's actually a really good competitor. And I think that, like, not being with Danny and being a mom now, like, she just, yeah, she's got that right. um. Yeah. She she crushed it this mm-hmm. season. I mean, absolutely crushed it. Yeah. And it was awesome to watch her compete. Um, what was your favorite season that you've done of the challenge? Because you've done six, right? Including All-Stars. Six or seven. Uh, six, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, six. Six, if you include being an alternate for All-Stars, one, seven. But yeah, six. Hmm. I would say, honestly, my favorite season competitively strategically social game physical game was probably fresh me too mm-hmm. i feel like i went out with a bang but like life experience wise all stars 2 is my favorite oh really yeah i made like i rekindled friendships that like i didn't even know existed you know like casey right. and i were both on fresh meat 1 and then we were alternates on All-Stars 1, and then we competed, and 
um, All Stars 2. And she, you know, she was 18 when I met her. I was 24. So I was like, all right, little girl, bye bye. And then, like, seeing her as a grown woman and now being a mother and a wife and like 35, I'm like, you like have graduated into womanhood. You know, it's just, it's different when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you learn about yourself being on All Stars 2 now that, you know, the challenge has changed so much and obviously so much time has gone on? Well, I realized that I'm older because they're <laughs> still making us do the same crazy shit. They, they, you know, they tried to sell it to me like, mm-hmm. it's going to be like summer camp reunion. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No, you're still jumping it's off not. fucking moving vehicles. You're still jumping off buildings. You're, st- you're still yeah. like drowning in water that's freezing cold. Like, yeah. you know, they're doing the same shit. So I think I just feel a little more, uh, I feel older. Like, it's still hard to do this there's, shit. <laughs> there's got to be, was there any like good takeaway from it all? Besides obviously all the friendships that you've rekindled and that you started but like was there anything else that you feel like you've discovered even though you weren't on that long I wasn't no I know so on that given day when I had to go into elimination my team was fighting of like who the guy and girl captain would be because if if you lost you automatically go into elimination but if you win Mm -hmm. you get like a lifesaver for that you know particular elimination and the guys on my side like I looked at my team and I was like, oh my God, these are the smallest people, including myself. I'm like, this mm. is a really, and it wasn't even like a people moved from one side to the other. It was just like where, where you were standing determined what team you're on. I was like, all right, I got MJ. That's cool. Um, right. Yeah. So they, the guys on my team were fighting over like who was going to be team captain. Cause they looked at how we were stacked and it didn't look, great right and i just like raised my hand because i'm like you know what i'll be team captain fuck it better to do it early on in the competition with the possibility of winning than like waiting till the end and Mm. we lost by like a few minutes like we literally were like so behind and then caught up and then they were like oh shit and i'm like we can win this thing and then we didn't fucking puzzles (laughs) <laughs> puzzles are great you know it's not great fire mm-hmm. I don't know how you did it I would have been scared like are you sure my hair products are not going to then catch on fire right oh my god they lubed me up like it was 1989 in the West Village I was so covered in like flame <laughs> retardant stuff <laughs> oh my god I was gonna make a really corny pun and I'm gonna throw it in there do it being team captain backfired okay so <laughs> but it did because then obviously you have to go into this elimination where you do this tic-tac-toe against kahada and yes. i mean what like god and it was so close you know it was just like one tiny little mistake i know i know so it was and like I, what's your feeling about that you know if i could go against anyone on that particular season it would be I would want to lose to Kahada because he is such a gentleman and he's such a genuine human being like actually we were texting yesterday he's just I don't know like uh, just like uh, Kahada from another mother 
whatever you want. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Got him from another mother. That's really funny. I mean, I did, I did think like I had a good chance to beat him because I'm like larger than him, but we didn't we never know what the elimination is going to be. Yeah. And when we walk into the arena, I see the metal things. I'm not thinking tic-tac-toe. I'm thinking they're going to bring out gross shit for us to eat and beat each other yeah. in, in which I was nervous because I'm like, Kahada uh-huh. lives in Montana and he eats like elk dick, you know, like, like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, tic-tac-toe, but the twist is it's going to be on fire. I had no problem with the fire element <laughs> of it. It was more the, the hazmat suit that they put us in because it was in the jungle in the middle of the night in Mexico, bugs, goggles that are fogged up from the fire. And it's just like, I, I didn't have my actual body. It's like they put me in a hazmat suit that was like too small for me. So I couldn't run as fast as I normally would. There was a lot of elements, but there's no way to like train for that, you know? Right. No, 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 no. I mean, like those things really do. They're so chancy in a way because- one wrong decision in the middle of a game that's obviously heated, no pun intended. Um, it's difficult to like keep your head on straight. Tori's got and the puns. Sorry. I'm just coming in with them, baby. I'm coming in with them. Um, but it was so unfortunate to see you leave this early in the season, you know? And it was it's it's a joy watching you and it was sad. Is there or was there a part of you that was a little relieved because you didn't get too invested into the game or was it hard to leave the show that early um i was really sad to leave so early no one wants to go home like second or first um it also behind the scenes they did show a little bit of it but um derek and i rekindled our friendship and um obviously he was going through what he was going through uh, with losing his sister and then losing his father six months prior to that. So I shared a room with him and Janelle, which was like the only room that didn't have bunk beds. It was actually the best oh, room in the house. Ah, oh, the adult room. It was a great room. We had our own private balcony. It was like the air conditioning was on point. Like <laughs> we had like good hot water when we showered. Everyone else was like miserable in other rooms. But, um, I can tell you that Derek is like one of my best friends in the world. We had not seen each mm-hmm. other since he kind of jumped on the challenge train as I was exiting. So we met in New York a few times, but I love that man so much. I really love Derek and just um, being in private conversations with him about his sister passing and just having cry sessions off camera. And actually what I will say about production is that they very much gave Derek his privacy until he was ready to talk about it. So any conversation that him and I had like cry sessions in the front yard by the beach, it was just us. We, we were able to like take our mics off and he got in there and I cried with him and I don't know that he That's he's really been sweet. the biggest gift of all stars too i will say oh he is an amazing person i know yeah. i love me so D. fun i miss him i would love you say that... D too we're gonna have to oh. go visit him yeah would you say that your most proud moment from all stars was getting really close with derek again or was it something else um I would say that Derek has been the biggest gift of coming back on the show. Absolutely. 
strangely enough, even though I voted her into elimination, Leah. Leah and I are like thick as thieves. She's come to visit me in New York a handful of times since we filmed. I love that girl. Like she can't carry a coffin and I make fun of her for that always. <laughs> but she she's a good apple too, man. Like she just cracks yeah. me up. We're actually kind of codependent. We talk every day. FaceTime every day. Oh, that's amazing. I'm pro that. You you get Leah, right, Anissa? I've never, I don't know if I've ever met her, but I feel like we'd get along. I'm just saying, like, I talk to my friend every day I FaceTime him. Yeah. You need people like that in your life. Yeah, because Tori doesn't answer when I FaceTime her. She's like, too busy. I'm usually walking my cat. Yeah, <laughs> just all fucking day. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Tori, who is your bestie from the show? Obviously, you do this podcast with Anissa. Anissa, for sure. Yeah. Anissa's, Anissa's somebody I talk to often. And then uh, Devin, who I call Dave, is another person that I talk to a lot. He's, are you, we both came from Are You the One, different seasons. And then we met on a spinoff of that show. And then somehow it's transitioned over into this. But I mean, when you find people on the show, you hold on to them tight because. Yeah. It's you love them, you know, and yeah. you share an experience that nobody else has experienced. So it's a very interesting friendship. And yeah, so there's that love, love and the jokes and the, yeah. it's just you love yeah. them like they're your fit. It's like a whole different kind of love. It's not like a, a regular friend. It's like a super friend. It's the only friend that would really understand why you gave the cameraman a hand job. <laughs> or, or if you've even slept with one of them. <coughs> oh, Tori's on fire, like tic tac toe. Hey! Oh, hey. Ryan, it's literally been amazing having you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. You're very welcome, of course. My I can't pleasure. wait to get those robe shots. Um, Ryan, where can we follow you on social media? How can we support you? Um, my Instagram handle is ryan kehoe five r-y-a-n-k-e-h-o-e five and then it yeah you know if you type in ryan kehoe on facebook this is what's really funny just a tidbit before we leave this conversation if you google ryan kehoe mtv it comes up ryan kehoe mtv death I'm like, guys, I'm still here. I'm not dead. Oh my God, you're not <laughs> dead. No. That's insane. You're, the rumor. Oh We're going to call somebody after this, after we get off this podcast. We should, probably should make a call. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Ryan Kehoe 5 for my Instagram. And then just type in Ryan Kehoe on um, Facebook. Perfect. Well, folks, yeah. send Ryan all the love, slide in his DMs, all in there. Straight guys, you too. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, everybody go show Ryan some love and thank you, Ryan, for spending your morning with us. Of course. I love you both. Bye, love Ryan. You. Love you. Sending you light and love. Okay. Bye, baby. Bye. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. What a sugar bear. You know, Ryan is just such an angel, and I wish he had more time on All-Stars, but I loved talking to him. Anissa, what did you think? I mean, I, Ryan has been a longtime friend of mine. He is always a good time and looks damn good in eyeliner. What a cutie, man. Yes, he, he is, and he's a good friend, and he's loyal, and he speaks his mind, and I really think we all need a little bit of that in reality TV and in our lives. Yeah, 100%. Anissa, where can we hear you speak your mind? What's your social plug? Give us the plug, Anissa. My social plug? <laughs> my anal plug? Oh, God. My, my plug is... <laughs> his name is... No, um, you guys can... His name, like the plug... Oh, Not I thought you were like named your butt plug. I'm like, that no, is getting a little crazy. <laughs> Jesus. Silly. Names, his names. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Anisa MTV. That's A N E E S A M T V. Tori, where can we follow you and show you some love? Send some listener questions. Yeah, definitely only send listener questions. You can follow me at Tori underscore deal on Instagram. But if you liked this episode, more importantly than following me on Instagram, please rate and review us on Spotify yes. or Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us. Yes, it does. And we'll see you back here next Friday for an all new episode of MTV's official challenge podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.